I'm guessing oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to have one of you do it, and I'm going to watch. <laughs> oh, I'm not playing. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have one of you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a show all about the board game Spirit Island. Here we'll talk about analytics and strategies within the game, as well as a plethora of other topics that can be found within it. Today we dive into part two of the Russia Adversary episode, where we'll discuss our survey results, your feedback, and tips for general strategy. Oh yeah, here we go. Alrighty, now we can get into the... Oh, no, I started an episode saying already. Alrighty. Oh, I did it again. Alrighty. No, we're just going to roll with it. I Keep just, going. The moment I said it, I was like, oh, no, I did Insta- it. <laughs> Face palm. Habits die hard. <clears throat> Anywho, you've heard our experience with Russia in our last episode, and we talked about how they work on paper, but mm-hmm. now let's get to the juicy stuff, the good stuff. The results. Yeah, baby, we have here in front of us the results of our survey. as From well, you. At right. home. As well as all of your comments and feedback. So, first things first, let's go see what everyone had to say as to who were the best spirits and the worst spirits Oof. for taking on Russia. I was actually kind of surprised by a lot of these. Some, I was like, oh yeah, definitely. But some, I was like, really? It made huh. me rethink and be like, I want to try this person right. against Russia now. And there are some where I'm like, really? I didn't think this You're... particular character would be so low. Mm. But whatever. That's fine. Like you said. Ooh, such opinions. suspense. Which ones are you talking about? Let's find out. Ah! So, let's go see who is the worst. The Ooh. absolute worst. The bottom five. Now, this shouldn't be like such a mark of demotion because yeah. Russia's hard. Russia's right? very hard. And one thing difficulty. that's interesting that I've learned is that if one spirit sucks against one adversary, they're probably awesome against another. Mm. So this is one of those very specific instances where we are no longer dealing with general quality here. This is where it gets rock, paper, scissors. Good point. Some characters are just the scissors to someone else's rock. Some characters are the paper to this rock, for instance. So this is where you'll have the most amount of thumbs down for spirits and thumbs up for others. Okay. So, in light of all this, with the bottom five, top five, this is not a general hey why do you say that person's lame it's not that they're lame it's just that in this very specific matchup they don't hold up very well because this adversary maybe does this against them and they're weak in that area so the adversary is exploiting one of their weaknesses right and if you're mad one of your spirits ended up on the bottom five your fault either you voted or you didn't vote for them to be there so look at yourself in the mirror Alright, anyway, so, the bottom five, we have a four-way tie. Ooh! Serpent, immense lightning, ocean, and wildfire. It's like a fight for last. It's a fight for last. <laughs> but, hey, last place on the bottom five is actually, it's yeah. funny because this is like where two negatives cross out. Like, if you subtract a negative, that actually means oh, it's a positive. two negatives, yeah. So, if you are at the bottom of a bottom five, that means you're actually, well, 
you're probably the best of the bottom five. So <laughs> the best of the worst. <laughs> so that means Serpent, Immense Lightning, Ocean, and Wildfire are the best of the worst crew. Nice. <laughs> we should have like the best of the worst game yeah. against Russia. So <laughs> no, that's a challenge. Yeah, I can see Serpent. We kind of talked about Ocean, just about yeah. the, that one stubborn explorer that would right, swim back to the shore. Problem, yeah, those explorers will be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's true that you can kill some of the explorers if you can get them in bulk, but you are going to have some explorers that are just giving you the fingers like, hey, hey, <laughs> so just swim on back to shore. Immense lightning's interesting because yeah. what is that spirit? It's just yeah. like a shifting light, like low It makes calorie. lightning slower too. That's true. Because you're just simply not going to be playing as many cards. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't mean slower as in slow power versus fast power, but in this game, high speed and reach of a character is demonstrated by card play where high strength is demonstrated by energy gain. So if you have very little card play, that means generally Generally speaking, yeah. your character is going to be a little bit more slow, and Hecate even says so. And immense car plays get cut in half to three. Right. Yep. So wildfire, I get it. Russia can really add the pain with a lot of blight once they've exploded. Yeah. In Serpent's case, Russia I don't just know if like I see Serpent. So I think maybe on that one, one, I think what people are thinking are the whole Russia explodes on turn three, four. Yeah. And Serpent may be like, wow! It takes a second sometimes for Serpent. So there is fifth place for the bottom five. In fourth place, we have another tie, but this one's a three-way tie. Mist, Volcano, and Finder. (gasps) No. No. Both are babies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for you, it's finder. For me, it's miss. Like, no. No. How can it be? I can't stand to say see. it's not so. Say it isn't so. So I do see it though because Mist does have a troubling early game. However, I think that might feed in decently. This is one of those instances where I'm like, you know, I don't think Mist is actually so bad. No. I guess I can see why Mist is on the bottom five list, but I can also see why it's not on, you know, the worst. I don't see it as a four on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, I don't five. see it on a. F- yeah, I don't agree that it's a four per se. I do agree with the fact that. Maybe since Mist is a good controller as well, and Finder is as well, you don't want to have three explorers in a land. That's weird. Right, but Mist has so many damage to one invader abilities that are actually really good, which is really good. You can shuffle people around like crazy. So I'm not going to say that Mist is the best. I'm not going to say that it's the worst either. I don't think it deserves to be on this low. (laughs) I don't think so either because you can also like group up your presence as you know, with Miss yeah. and do defense if you need yeah. to in a spot where there's three explorers. Right. I don't know. Miss is very flexible. Right. As a spirit and like positionally on the mm-hmm. board. I don't know. Volcano. Finder... Well, hang on. Let's... <laughs> I'm not ready to bash Finder. <laughs> okay. Well, Volcano can't dwell in many areas. Also, if you're trying to build up to a bigger eruption, it takes you a little bit of time to get there. Yeah. So I'm looking for ways in my head that Russia specifically counters Volcano and I'm not really finding any. So Volcano it doesn't really have much defense. Right. I guess... Uh, but pe- defense against Russia ain't so hot either, Ain't so though. hot either. You can do good damage, but you're not really killing their explorers. I don't see it, like, excelling. It doesn't... Right, I don't see it excelling either. I see it, like, in the middle of, eh. I think there's a distinction between, eh, and bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does Volcano kill beasts in its eruptions? Hey, editing Ryan! <sighs> Who awakens me from my slumber? Oh, hey there, buddy. Uh, no, Volcano doesn't kill any beasts. (laughs) 
I guess when it comes to Volcano and Beasts, there's no synergy there, so Volcano can't really protect them either. Yeah. So, you know, at least Finder can move... So let's talk about Finder. Finder so, can move Beasts around, so you're right. not going to lose them. And can move Invaders around. I'm okay, even if you have a bunch of Explorers, yeah, right. they're going to probably blight the land and ravage, but at least they're all grouped up in one spot, right. and then you can isolate it. Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Give Finder a chance. Yeah. Uh, I think Miss and Fighter, I'd push back a little bit on. I push back a little bit on, too. I see it, though, because I do see that Russia has anti-control tools yeah. in its kit, and these are both control-heavy characters. So I can see it, but I don't think it's as bad, but whatever. Maybe because okay. they don't generate beasts, and yeah, and there's Finder always that kill a whole lot of people, so they can't take advantage of the free fear that you would get from killing explorers. Which is also true, but there's no, like, loss condition to too many invaders on the board. Right. But then you just be simply allowing a lot of blight. (laughs) (laughs) So in third place, we have another three-way tie with Green, Trickster, and Base Earth. Interesting. This one also surprises me because as we go down the list here of the bottom five, this is third place. This means that people considered them pretty bad. Pretty bad. Trickster is what surprises me because Trickster adds more beasts out there. Unexpected Can move beasts to get them away from problem spots potentially and can strife bad guys so that the whole oh explorers do double damage ain't so bad anymore in our first game with russia you were trickster and you were able to just whap on them it was nice with that special rule to adjacently or in the same land add strife because i was having to double strife a land because that explorer does one extra damage so maybe that's it the explorer becoming a town trickster is a defensively minded character and from what i've seen with all the feedback as we'll get into defensive minded characters aren't really appreciated by the community against Russia. A lot of people don't use defenders according to their feedback. And here in third place, look, green trickster earth. All defensive. All defensively minded characters. Serpent is also a defensively minded character, you know, in the early game and Serpent was also on this list too. I think with green it's tough. And obviously you can speak mm-hmm. more on this. No explore manipulation for green. At all. So the way when I play with green to get rid of explorers yeah, what do you is do? to use your starting card fields choked with growth because that one can move three dahan so what i like to do is i like to get a dahan into a land where there's an explorer prevent that explorer's build with mm. choke the land with green where you destroy one of your presence on a sacred site to prevent a build yeah and now you have a lone explorer with a lone dahan when the ravage phase comes around bye bye explorer and then you let the Dahan pick him off. So green is actually quite decent against buildings, but not so great against explorers, which is why I use Dahan to kill my explorers when I'm playing as green. Makes just, sense. And the easiest way for me to do it is move the Dahan in there where there's one explorer, prevent the build. Then there's just one explorer, one Dahan, Ravage comes, pink. Yeah. He cleans them out for you. However, though, that's not going to be so good here because if that Dahan goes one-on-one with that Explorer... Oh, kill bye. the Dahan. Right, kill the Dahan. And so it's not going to be as worth it because Green already has an uphill battle with Explorers specifically, and I think that's probably why a lot of people did not vote for Green very highly. Green can prevent ravages, which Russia does a lot with right. those three that Explorers. Is quite useful. So that is quite useful, but like you said, you are sacrificing a Sacred Site, so 
Green would have to do it a lot and probably really a limit lot. that spirit. Right. He'd be very stretched thin. Yeah. Earth is not a fast-moving spirit, and Russia can move pretty quick against you. Yep. Furthermore, they have the silly explorers doing bonus damage, so your Defend 3 in Sacred Sites is literally overwhelmed by 3-plus explorers. Yikes. Yeah, <laughs> it's done for. You can stop exactly two explorers. That is it. One goes through, that's fine, but if there's literally any more invaders besides which two the, explorers... Which there usually is, a town, an explorer... <laughs> which and... is incredibly easy for Russia, yeah. then your Defend 3 Sacred Sites are completely worthless. Ooh, yeah, Base Earth is going to have trouble here, as well as the fact that Base Earth doesn't have any way to help beasts as well, yeah. because they're going to be hunting beasts. I can see that. I guess my one thing is green, I'm so used to seeing good at everything. Right. Yep. So I'm just like, it's hard for me to see green it's on a bottom five. It's strange to look at yeah. green in such a, right, low like, numbers. Because I'm like, proliferation. I know, and that's still useful. It is still, it's useful. still useful. Number two, the second worst character in all of y'all's opinion was Nightmare. Mm. I see it. Yeah, oh, I yeah. See this it one makes the very most sense. Easy. I thought Nightmare was going to be one. I thought Nightmare can't was going to be one. Can't kill nothing. You can't kill anything. So at least other characters, when they kill an explorer, they can get a fear and move it. Well, Nightmare is already moving people, so this new move mechanic is lost on them because guess what? You can't kill him anyway. Right. So in a way, it's kind of like more of the same, in a way. And you want explorers off the board because there's so many. There's so many of them. And they multiply so right. fast. I think Russia is very difficult for anyone with controlling because simply controlling Russia will not yield you a victory. It won't. You have to control and act, perhaps, against them. You can't just control alone. Right. So Nightmare is very good with fear. And, and we've kind of saw that a lot of fear really early maybe isn't the best because then that invader card pops up real quick. You know, I've seen a lot of feedback with Russia on sometimes fear don't bother and other people saying fear go all in. Like get as much as you can because... Just rip off the band-aid? Rip off the band-aid and just power through it. Okay. I guess I can see why because you want to get done with those stupid bombs in your face that are hidden within that's, the fear deck. That's a good point. And on that very specific emotion of their argument, I can mm -hmm. agree with it. Yeah. But I'm like, you gotta kill stuff. <laughs> you gotta kill stuff with Russia. You cannot afford to just tread water. If you are not making progress, then they are making progress. And you cannot afford for Russia to make progress yeah. because they will just go ham. Because I saw that as many minds where we know that they have no offensive powers. Right. So I felt kind of like Nightmare in a way. Obviously, we mm -hmm. did well because many minds has beasts and defense right. and a Han, but still, like, that lack of pushback Ugh. was a little bit tough in the mid -game. It was. Yeah. And then, number one for the worst spirit number one. to ever play against <laughs> Russia, according to you guys, Base Lightning. Oof. Base Lightning is considered the worst, apparently. This one makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. Why? Because Lightning is ace on buildings. Destroys them. Literally, that's the power. It Guess what destroy. Russia doesn't care about? Yeah, buildings. Buildings. <laughs> Their explorers are basically buildings. Lightning has no defense, which is actually decently fine, but Lightning has 
terrible, terrible capabilities to get rid of explorers. I think maybe if Raging Storm was cheaper. Right. But it's still free energy. Right. The reason why Mist was a little bit better with that was because Mist had more powers that did one damage to each invader that weren't as expensive. Yeah, for less. But still, one damage to each invader, you are going to have one swimmer or one lone explorer who's like, still here. And I could barely use that power just in general. You have to save up for Raging Storm. Oh, I know. You have to make it worth it. So it's not like I could use this every turn to pick off explorers. And since lightning is so greedy with energy gain, energy gain and power consumption, yeah, everything. you're going to have lapses here and there in your gameplay. And you cannot afford to have a lapse That's when they true. are going. And in our game, we had two stage three cards on the same build and round Don't stuff. remind me. What if you were lightning and you happen to be reloading during that oh, lapse? Lightning needs to have downturns. You are dead. You... <laughs> Otherwise, you're then you're, you're in that gunner. reclaim loop. If you're right. playing five cards a turn, right. you're never growing. Blitz Lightning would do a little bit better, but still base lightning here would be like, oh, yeah. like just absolutely wrecked. Yeah, I can see it. Nightmare and Lightning makes sense to the bottom two. So, fifth place, Serpent, Immense Lightning, Ocean Wildfire. Fourth place, Mist, Volcano, and Finder. Third place, Green, Trickster, and Base Earth. Second place, Nightmare, and first place, for the worst, Base Lightning. Now let's go and turn things to an optimistic Yeah, let's get all that of muck mind. off yeah. us. Let's go and examine the honorable mentions, the characters that didn't quite make the top five, but got dangerously close to doing so. We had three that were pretty good honorable mentions amongst all the votes. That is Foreboding Shadows, Travel River, and Stone. I see all these. Yep, I can see it. Stone is decent because of the whole, oh, look, there's a lot of bad guys, and the bad guys explorers has a lot of extra damage. Blight. Well, if there's anyone who can reflect extra damage back at people... Stone is your guy. And protect a Han, but... Right, and protect a Han, and the whole Blight thing doesn't really do a whole lot because, yes, you can get Blight from the box, but it still kills beasts. So, so it still kills beasts. It's not the best, but still being able to reflect all that bonus damage is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Then simply, if you're not managing Russia well, they're going to be building a lot of crap on you because of oh, their yeah. stage three cards that come in quick. And so if they're Blighting a lot and killing your friends because of all these blight coming in you can hold the island fast with your innates and so you don't have to have your friends die but that's not necessarily a russia specific thing that's and you're more not of protecting just a, the beast like you said right. and that is the lost condition that's more of just a standard bad guy thing that is just simply a symptom of russia's gameplay style it's not a russia specific thing they just have a lot of people but heck there's a lot of adversaries that throw a lot of bad guys out there yeah so at times stone reminds me of green where they're just nice to have on your team yep it's just like yep. stone keeps the island healthier for longer in the same way that i was you know what eh yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I'm not looking at Stone like, oh, perfect counterpick to Russia, but <laughs> no, it's also no, no. not, oh, this is the worst. Oh, come on, we're dead. Yeah. Foreboding Shadows, I see it. I wish they were higher. I, yeah. <laughs> I really like Foreboding the... Shadows is really nice. I've played a lot of games with Foreboding Shadows as a friend, and yeah. I've been able to spectate Foreboding Shadows just move people around like crazy. Downgrading bad guys, though, isn't so great here That's because you downgrade them into a town if it's a city, which is like, eh. 
Or if you downgrade a town into an explorer, it's like, oh, great. You don't want to You do that. upgraded that guy. That's a good point. Yeah, they're unkillable. Because if you downgraded a town into an explorer, now you have an explorer that has just as much damage that it deals against you, but now it's harder to kill. Yeah. <laughs> so I can see why that may have prohibited Foreboding Shadows from getting higher on the okay. top five. If Travel River is here, then why isn't Finder? <laughs> Finder is just as good at controlling, if not better. I think River still has avenues to do a lot of heavy hitting with massive flooding, yeah. which Finder doesn't have anything that equates no, you, to a damage you gotta attack have a of lucky that card level. Draw with yeah. Finder. So now let's go into the top Woo! five. So in fifth place came Downpour. Yes, love Downpour. Yeah, I see it. I can see because Downpour has ridiculous defense potential. Oh, yeah. And at first you may think, well, wait, haven't you guys been kind of like Ignore what we slandering said. defenders before? <laughs> like just a few moments ago yes we were but the thing is is downpour defends or i should say can defend to such a ridiculous degree that it can be quite overpowering oh yeah like oh my word look at all this defense that you could actually probably match russia's incoming damage with downpour because you are raining so because it's hard. based on per presence so right it really starts to stack right it does stack really well furthermore isolation can be quite handy here okay. Because you can go and if there's a problem land that already has a blight, you can isolate that land so that no one can walk in and whatnot. Yep. I'm not saying it's the most crucial thing. I think Scotland is better of an adversary to use isolation against than Russia. I'm just saying isolation can be kind of, yeah, pretty useful here. It's another form of defense where if you're stopping their explorers from coming in, oh, what a blessing yeah. that is. Another just simple benefit, not yeah. necessarily against Russia perhaps, but just in general, downpour can get you your presence back. Always good. Yeah. Which is nice. Honestly, the more we talk about it, isolation gets better and better because there's strong dudes aren't even yeah. coming to the island. Well, you can like spread out your isolation by repeating. Yeah. So you can kind of like section off a corner of the yep. island. Yep. Still nothing specific that Downpour has to aid beasts. Nothing. And we have to mention that. Why? Because Russia goes against beasts. Yeah. So we currently have yet to find someone that we've discussed so far who really does that quite well, which it makes sense to me why Downpour wouldn't be higher on the list. You could get a lucky card draw and oh, yeah. spam like you know. Sure, those... but you can say that for any spirit. But downpour can repeat it. I'm setting the foundation for the top three. <laughs> Let me have this. <laughs> You're right. Starting hand nothing with beasts yeah. or innate powers. Yep. So. In fourth place we have Base River. Hey. hey. Interestingly enough Travel River was outdone by Base River. Base River is mwah, perfection. Yeah. <laughs> Just a perfect spirit. You played Russia with Base River a few times, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, and you do take on Blights. Would you agree with this fourth place ranking? It's because of massive flooding, like yeah. you said. So you are grouping people up, so it is going to Blights, but hopefully by the time it Blights in the slow phase, you can then wham them, do two damage. One guy lives, but you're still doing so much. A ton much, of damage. A ton massive of damage. flooding really is underrated by some, and a lot of people tend to overlook the crazy amount of damage River can do in the late game because they write off River at first, like, oh, it's a control spirit which i mean technically you're not wrong but it's like yeah look at this awesome innate 
<laughs> because you can trigger their innate with a starting four, that is what makes Space River so crazy. Oh, yeah. So yep. even if you don't get cards in your hand that are within your elements, as long as mm-hmm. you have those four, you're fine. Yeah. So let's go into the top three. Woo! This is the bronze, silver, and gold medalists. In third place, that was just beaten by two votes. So second and third place were very close. Yes, yeah, neck was and neck. neck and neck. Of all the voters that voted, 52% of them voted for our third place, wow. and 54% of them voted for our second place. Wow, So that's okay. just a difference of 2%. Third place is Sharp Fangs. Finally, Sharp Fangs yes. gets their glory. Yes. As we described in our last episode, Sharp Fangs was phenomenal. We have our very first beast user in this whole top five. This makes a ton of sense. Fangs can go and add beasts and can add them reliably every single turn, mm-hmm. can manipulate them to get them out of trouble and get them into trouble potentially to immediately kill some bad guys so then the trouble's gone. Oh, it's fantastic. Furthermore, you have someone who is also scary. So not only are you killing a lot of explorers, but you're generating fear. Just from their cards. And so when you have Fangs, which by the way, a lot of people don't know this, Fangs' number one attribute on the summary of powers is fear. People forget about that. You're right. People do forget about they that think a lot. Bringer, Fangs, Shadows, they, right. Mist. But Fangs is a fear spirit. And so when you have a fear spirit that also helps beasts and uses those beasts to kill explorers to get even more fear. Yeah. I mean, you and I were churning out fear ridiculously. It was insane. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was about one a turn. It might have Dead been serious. too fast. It, it was fan- <laughs> Hey, I'll take it though. So Sharp Fangs, I 100% agree. I think Sharp Fangs should be maybe higher. Yeah? I don't know. I might be biased because that game we had, yeah. it is one of the best Fang games I've seen. I'm okay with Fangs being third place because, like I said, look how close second and third place were. Ne- yeah. That's basically the same. Coin and flip. In a roster of 24 spirits, to be third, that's a compliment. Especially so close to second. That is a compliment. Yeah. To be top three. Against one of the hardest adversaries, adversaries in the game. In the yeah. game. So I think this is high marks. I am okay with Fangs being this Real high. Real quick, this is just so cool that green is near the bottom. Is, and Fangs is, is up top. Oh, what Twilight Zone are we in where green has been S tier for like four years. And now Fangs is like, step aside. What does the world come to? I love it. And then in second place, we have, like we said, at 54% of voters, voted for Many Minds. Many Minds. I can see why Many Minds took precedence over Fangs because Many Minds can simply get more beasts out there. And when you have Russia hunting beasts, if you can saturate the field with more beasts, then you're going to be doing a lot better statistically. And who of the beast users can spawn beast tokens more effectively? Ever multiplying swarm. You add two beasts. Many Minds, baby. Many Many Minds simply adds beasts a lot better and faster than Fangs can. One thing I did not like when we played Russia and I was mm-hmm. Mines is the removing of beasts. There's a, yeah. a dreadful tide of scurrying flesh. flesh. Yep. That was many my Mines one thing is great like, here because many Mines can get to where you need to go and as you're saying can skip actions. That was nice. Which is fantastic. Fangs can also skip actions. They can only skip build actions though but still that's really good. Stopping build actions against an adversary that's bringing the pain against you is yep. always useful. I just didn't like removing them from the game. I'm like right. oh no. And that's one thing I do like about Fangs. Fangs can stop a build without having to lose anything. Yeah, Many Minds nice. can stop any action. But yeah, that's the pro of that card. But you have, but to, you lose have to lose beasts, beasts in the process. So. Yep. Luckily though, losing beasts to that is much more preferable than losing beasts to incoming bad guy ravages. Touche. So I can definitely see why Many Minds is on here. Luckily for us, we had wonderful luck with the event cards that all use beasts. So you were able to get a lot of damage out there. Yeah, finally. Because <laughs> I couldn't draft anything with damage. Right. So you are able to get damage out there because 
cause of the event. So that was awesome. And now our number one. Number one. And nobody, <laughs> nobody is surprised to see this. 90% of all voters on this survey what? voted for Lure. Oh, that was Ocean. 90.3%. <laughs> and it's Lure. Oh, it's Lure. Okay. It's Lure, baby. Number one. This adversary was made for Lure. We've spoken about this in passing in other episodes, and our opinions are 100% backed up by the rest of you. Lure is the number one counter to Russia. Why? Because you can ignore explorers during ravages. Wow. Her presence, you can just be like, huh? There's two of you there? No, you're not. <laughs> if you have a sacred site, there's four of you? Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, well. I'm sorry. Are you really scary with your explorers? Oh, man, look at them. They can't die very easily. Oh, no, they do bonus damage. Oh, no. And you're just, nope. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You just simply ignore them. They're entranced. And it's so easily done, too. It's not like a complicated, oh, man, I have to do, like, all of these things to get there. But, Ryan, you can't go to the coast. <sighs> I am a firm believer that Lure's weakness on the coast actually isn't a weakness. It's not so bad. It's so easy to gather things. I, I don't even see it as a weakness. I know. Softly beckon ever inward is so good, along with Forsake Society to chase after dreams, that your coastal land weakness, it's not that bad. I feel so foolish because I feel like in the hype list, I was like, this is dumb. I can't go to the coast. Right. So now looking back, I'm like, stupid hey, John. <laughs> you dummy. Well, and the hype list was made before this came out, so we didn't know. No playthroughs we or had anything. Thing. seen it in execution yet, yeah. so I wouldn't get so hard. Because Lure so. is like running away yeah. one of the top spirits, honestly, for right. Jagger. And me. Lure can also spawn beasts and can mm. do damage with beasts. So, look, our top three are all beast users. Yeah. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Trickster. Mines, I know, Trickster is just down there. But hey, to be fair, Trickster is the least beast using character of the beast users. Yeah. So that does make sense in some regard. But I do think Trickster wouldn't be third worst. Yeah. I'll put it more in the middle. A little surprising. It's just right. like you have to strife everything now right. with Trickster. So that's the one downside. But yeah, Lure, oh my goodness, Lure is just absolutely phenomenal. Just because, hey, guess what? Just Russia's, slurps them up. Just slurps them up. One of Russia's biggest, baddest, oh no, this is awful. They're strong hunters. They're explorers. Well, correct. Is there strong hunters, but also their whole competition among hunters? Oh, if they have three or more explorers in a land, it will also ravage. <gasps> But ignore you explorers. ignore them. Yeah. So you can nullify one of their toughest perks, mm -hmm. which is so great. And the additional loss condition, you can also be like, eh. That's not so bad. You can also neuter that. You can counter that sufficiently. I like one of Lure's, like, boon cards, the mm -hmm. Gift of the Untamed Wild, where Target Spirit can either add uh, wilds or add a disease. Mm -hmm. Because the wilds obviously prevents the explorers from getting to the island, and the disease prevents them from building. Right. You only have to deal with that one explorer yeah. if they do get through. Yep. So, I don't know. Lure's is like, every single thing checks every box. Yep. One thing that's just so fun to do is look at Russia's card, their adversary card, and while you're looking at it, like you said... You can check the box in yeah. how... Oh, oh, let's see. Look at this. Oh, lure counters that. Check. Yep. What about this? Oh, lure counters that. Check. What about this? Uh, lure may not directly counter that, but they're ridiculously well-suited to deal with that. Check. And so, just as a baseline spirit, they're a strong spirit. Right. Against, like, no adversary. They're right. just, like, a good They're already yeah. very strong already. But if you guys out there who haven't played against Russia, you have to understand how dangerous Russia's explorers are. It may sound silly to be, like, afraid of explorers. Really? But Russia's explorers seriously are genuinely powerful. They don't go away. And now Lore can just be, like, pink. 
Lure is the explorer counterer. Mm. And when you have a adversary that buffs explorers, that capability to ignore explorers is just magnified to a ludicrous extreme. It's the cheat code. To it's the cheat code. So there you go. Our top five. Downpour, Base River, Fangs, Many Minds, and no surprise, Lure. Lure. So now let's go and see what all of you guys had to say, specifically with your comments on tips and your own opinions and strategies and stuff. So... Thomas is here to tell us that against Russia, I like to have spirits with fear generation. Since a lot of fear cards manipulate or remove explorers, and since buildings usually aren't the issue with Russia, you can sometimes sneak in a fast fear 3 victory as they even help you out with fear a bit with their otherwise pesky explorers. Control is also important to minimize the risk of additional ravages or to save the beast tokens. This combos nicely if you have a spirit with an ability to damage all invaders. Defend is a bit worse since they have the increased damage on their swarm of little dudes. Since they will be moving around a lot, very mobile and far-reaching spirits are helpful as well. Isolation is a nice option too if you are feeling overwhelmed with explorers and you need a break from all the free fear. Or you can just pick Lure. <laughs> this has to be one of the most direct hard counters to an adversary in Spirit Island. Oh no, they're adding more high-damaging explorers for me to completely ignore. <laughs> their innates even revolve around killing these helpless little fellas. If you want, you can add in many mines to protect those beast tokens from the pitiful non-damaging enemy. <laughs> this has the added benefit of adding more beasts for Lure to use in his Explorer Carnage. Yep, 100% agree. Interesting comments, though, on the isolation is a decent option. Fear yep. is actually a decent option because Russia in Terra Level 1 and 2 are their best because that's oh. where they have all the fear cards. Yeah. If you notice, Russia at Terra Level 3 has only four fear cards to go through. When Russia is at difficulty 6, fully maxed out, their fear deck looks like 554. Five, okay. So it is more difficult to get through tiers 1 and 2 of the Terra Level, but at Terra Level 3, it's actually going to be your easiest. Because we really didn't struggle against buildings while playing against Russia. Not really. It's just those pesky explorers. Right. I love that whole soliloquy and breaking down everything, and then the commenters said, or you could just go with Lure. Or you just go with Lure. I love that. It's just like, <laughs> so you can go this and like break Here's... down this equation and this plus right. this. You have the long answer and you have the short answer. Lure. So. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> No, there's too much to explain. Let me sum up. Just play Lure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Crow tells us that I'm surprised that Mist isn't coming in higher. Me too. <laughs> I found its damage to all abilities quite useful against Russia, mm. even if it means you have to settle for a slightly lower energy income. Hey, I'm just as surprised as you. Like we said before, I don't need to see Mist on the top of these charts, but I don't it think... It was surprising to see near yeah. the bottom. I was kind of surprised too because just as Thomas just said, control is still useful even though Russia has some anti-control things. Controlling them is still not necessarily the worst thing ever. And you can matrix dodge blight if you need mm -hmm. to. I agree with you, Crow. Alright, Sheen says, I think fear generation is actually a bad thing against Russia at levels 5 plus. Getting the extra invader card when you're not prepared for it can be catastrophic. This is weird. This is where I also agree. Uh, I'm because like, I'm on two sides of the same coin. I know exactly one. what you mean. Okay. And this is a perfect example of what I mentioned earlier when I said I'm seeing feedback for both yes to fear and no for fear. didn't Thomas just say that fear was good to rush through the fear right. deck? Well, here's the thing. If you are a fear generator and you are damaging explorers which give you even more fear it's nice. like fear on fear it stacks itself yet at the same time it's like one of those darned if you do darned if you don't because guess what's in the fear deck invader cards <laughs> you get stage three 
Sheen right. cards. You get extra bad guy cards. And you're totally right, Sheen. Those cards that can come in on the Invader track can be so bad. Back-breaking. For, uh, for us, it was really bad because we had wetlands and coastal lands. And for me on D-Board, I had two coastal wetlands. Nice. <laughs> but I mean, hey, they say that you should use board F instead of D usually. So I knew what I was asking for. But I wanted to have that one wonderful that coastal long, land that yeah. goes all the way in. Anyway, but I totally get it because we also had the two stage three cards that were every single land. They had that a is build what really hurt us. going to every single land. Mountains, sands, wetlands, jungles, and then the next turn, doing all that and attacking. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. And it's weird. My mind is just as much pro-fear as well as it is against fear. This is like one of those don't meddle. Either don't commit at all or go all in with fear. If this fear. is sounding like Finder's even better because Finder generates no, no fear. Nice. Well, do you know what I mean? Nothing's like, moving It's in very the game. polarizing when it comes to fear. I don't think you should just dabble with it. This is like the first adversary. Like, fear is a bad thing. Right. It's because strange. if you can go and get those bad guy cards out of the fear deck early, that's actually pretty nice. If okay. you can get it done as soon as possible, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. But, I can see an argument being made there. But what if as a spirit, you're too weak to like, I don't know. But if it's not you're timed not strong correctly, like Sheen says, it can be catastrophic. And for us, it was really bad. Anyway, Joseph tells us that I've played Stone against Russia twice now, and it's definitely an interesting matchup. Stone welcomes the extra ravages and has no problem destroying everything since explorers deal extra damage, which increases the damage from your second and eight. Let them break themselves against stone. Love that innate. But it's awful at preventing the loss condition Ooh. since pulling blight from the box still kills any beast in the land that's ravaging. I didn't end up voting for it either for the top five or bottom five. But it's a different kind of blight! <laughs> <laughs> no, I 100% agree. That's what I thought as well. Shouldn't blight from the box be different from blight from the card? Don't <laughs> the beasts know that? <laughs> for some adversaries, yes. Okay. But not for all of them. Not so. for Russia. I agree. Yeah. So Soviets are tough. They are. So, that was BGD. Yep, those were all the board game geese comments. What let's, did Reddit have to say? Let's flippity flop over to Reddit. Flippity flop, flippity flop. Dechi 11, or D Chi 11. I like Dechi. Dechi sounds cooler. Okay. It's more exotic. Dechi. Dechi. I like using Laura Deep Wilderness. The ability to ignore explorers and move them really helps since they deal extra damage. Also, being able to wipe out several explorers at once helps clean up the board quite nicely. It's so great. Oh, yes. Again, there's going to be a lot of lure love. You're going to see a lot of lure. These comments. I like the whole. I like using lure. Like, oh, okay, unique. No, it's. <laughs> yes, lure. Lure's fun. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Like, yes, lure is just the obvious choice. <laughs> But, you know, someone might say, well, wait, weren't you yelling at shadows? Because if you split a town into explorers, isn't that bad because you're upgrading them? Normally, yes. Because not only are you doing that even more here, because shadows only turned one town into one explorer. I actually love that card for shadows. Where? Oh, yeah, same here. Crops, wither, wither and fade. Oh, so good. And in Lure's case, you're actually getting two explorers. So why is it good when Lure does it, but Special bad rule. when shadows does it? Yeah, it's because you ignore them. Okay. <laughs> it's because you ignore them. 
Nick is my name, said, lure, no contest. The animal spirits, pretty good. <laughs> Shadows is a sleeper heads versus them. Tricksters struggles and spirits that struggle to go wide have a hard time. What do you think this person means by go wide? Do you think like spread out, like a I'm mist guessing, or a downpour or something? I'm guessing when they say go wide, I'm thinking that, yeah. Okay. Like their reach isn't so good. So characters that don't move a lot or don't have a whole lot of range potential. Thunder mm-hmm. Speaker doesn't have a whole lot of range potential. Wildfire doesn't have a good range potential. Mist certainly does. Yeah. So that's another reason why I'm kind of like, I think Mist is actually Mist, not so bad. Downpour. Obviously, right. mines can spread yeah, out. Downpour. Downpour. Yep. So it's funny because I don't think we're ever going to see Starlight as a pro or con on any of these lists. <laughs> Starlight have a beast generating power? No. No, I don't think they did. That was a thought that just occurred to him. I never saw Starlight anywhere, and I'm like, I don't think we ever will. (laughs) Do you think Starlight will ever get an aspect? Whoa, that'd be weird. Because I don't know. How do you change Starlight? I don't, it's already like the building. I know. Maybe you can have a ton of aspects. Let's just swap out all of these different kinds of elements for I need other to play ones. Starlight more, but then I feel like I'll just go down this rabbit hole of like, what right. if I do this build? What if I do mm-hmm. no reclaim or majors only? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So lure, they say no contest. Shadows is a sleeper hit versus them. This I've heard in abundance from people yeah. on comments here or there. It's actually. cool seeing Shadows get some love. Yeah. I would agree that foreboding Shadows is probably going to be your best bet of the shadows I options. Like that. Reach is just like mm-hmm. the new base shadows for me. Right. I'm not saying that base shadows can't get the job done because I have seen people in various playthroughs on YouTube actually do yeah. play games with base shadows and do well. I just think that foreboding shadows can simply outperform base shadows generally. However, I haven't done it myself but they say that Trickster struggles. I'm glad that they don't say Trickster is the worst because I think Trickster actually does have a few things that help, but I'm not going to say a trickster is the best. I just, like Miss. I'm like, I don't think I'll put them at the worst. I have more of an issue with Miss Trickster, yeah, just because there's basically just a million towns on the board because mm-hmm. he explores. Yeah. But because of that unexpecting tigers, yeah, yeah, it's a nice card to have for mm-hmm. extra beasts. Yep. Violent Johnny says, mm. if playing four player, have many minds and sharp fangs is a no brainer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fear, mild defense, and immense flexibility. Again, people keep talking about this mm-hmm. range or reach or flexibility. Incorporating Russia's escalation is a great advantage. Mm-hmm. If you incorporate random beast events, which so hey. helped us, yep. they most often take out explorers, so they're great together as long as you have some heavy hitters in other two spirits to clear the board later in the game. Mm-hmm. If playing three or less, lure is built for Russia. Yep. <laughs> yep, this is the worst kept secret. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> maybe we should play lure. Lures built for Russia by ignoring those explorers during ravages mm-hmm. in one spirit. I also like River. Mm-hmm. Yay! Its ability to corral explorers and towns, minimize their damage, and also being able to wipe them out easily when it hits four card plays is great. Yep. Wow! Rampant Green is almost always good. This is one of its weaker adversaries. Mm. I wouldn't take it unless you're playing four plus spirits to cover their ability to deal with explorers at all. Yeah. So what we were saying they agree with, we all kind of also saw the explorers Explorer flaw there. The whole inability to take on explorers is quite... I like your strategy. I'm going to have to try that more because whenever I... For a general game. Yeah, Yeah, no, just for a general game. (laughs) Not again. But usually with newer players, I am playing green and it is a general game of like, Mm -hmm. you know, base level difficulty. Right. And I don't think I've used a Han Mm -hmm. as much as I could because you can like push three. Yeah. It's good. It's one of the ways that green has another similar gameplay style to Earth, in my opinion. Yeah. Is because you're a defensive first spirit that also can benefit from 
Han uses. And three is a lot. River can push three. Lightning can. Earth can. I think like Thunder Speaker obviously can. Finder can move. A lot. I don't know. Three is a pretty hefty number in my mind. Mm-hmm. But your river getting love here. I see it. Yeah, like you were saying, mid to late game, that four card plays, mm-hmm. and you can just spam your four starting hand cards. Mm-hmm. You can just wipe them out. You are going to take on damage. You are going yeah. to blight because you are grouping up. It's very easily to group right. up at least three explorers with river. Yeah. But hopefully you're corralling them to where they're not spreading out too mm-hmm. much. So, hopefully. Pick up an isolation card, maybe. They have an additional comment. Oh, I'm sorry! One last note. Ooh. Having a great fear spirit is underrated against Russia 6. Hey, hey wait, someone said it wasn't good. <laughs> it has lower fear cards, which you talked about, Ryan, than yep. other adversaries at level 6, so having a spirit able to help get through fear is extra useful here. It is. This is another benefit to taking many mines, which we saw, but again, needs spirits to cover its lack of any real offense. Or event cards. Event <laughs> <laughs> cards many minds is a beast using fear spirit so it you're was gonna nice. pair well with there uh, honestly we text about it i like have nightmares of those three fear yeah. that we missed out i'm like <laughs> how could i generate more fear as many minds waking up in a cold sweat i know right? just like i was so close i like how they say it has lower fear cards than other adversaries when there's only one other adversary that has <laughs> this still scotland it's still a fact <laughs> it's still true all right next comment tda yeah I've only attempted Russia six once. Same. (laughs) Only twice. (laughs) I use lure and memory. Memory? And they smashed it. Hmm. I'm taking it back. Look at the next sentence. Okay. Lure is really key one there. Definitely. (laughs) Lure is really the key one there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Memory did support combined with big destruction that worked out well, Hmm. but there are probably plenty of strategies that would work with other spirits. Lure, for two reasons. Russia's ravages everywhere with three explorers. Yep. Lure ignores two explorers per Mm -hmm. presence, so when it's lands, Russia needs at least five explorers to trigger an extra ravage. Mm -hmm. Lure's second and eight. Nom, nom, noms. Explorers (laughs) by the handful. Remember, you don't need to hit that first level of innate in order to trigger the second. So even if you have no fire, two plants is enough to get munching. <laughs> I love all the eating yeah, metaphors. I love this. It's true though. Lure was already designed to take on explorers and is rewarded for killing a lot of them with fear stuff anyway. And their innates, yeah. Right. What do you think about the memory comments? Is Just a good support spirit? Memory is so ridiculously inconsistent and therefore <laughs> so incredibly flexible that with the correct card plays, memory can be anything. So, sure. I mean, on turn one... You you... can come in and tell me you had the best game ever and memory was a part of it. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. You can also say, I had the worst game ever and memory was a part of it. I'd be like, yeah. (laughs) I pulled Briny Deep turn one. Oh, yeah. yeah, Makes sense. Yeah, you probably wrecked. Hey, I mean, in my memory solo game, I, as I told you a bunch of times and as I posted earlier on our Facebook, I grabbed Paralyzing Fright as like my third card. Yeah. And in a solo game, getting eight fear is just ridiculous. It's pretty good. Pretty good. When you only need four for a card. (laughs) ridiculous i think maybe just in speaking on starlight and memory i should go back to some of the support or oddball spirits yeah serpents i kind of want to try those out again right all right jeff dugan commented who's that huh it says playtester <laughs> i respond to the poll there without comments <laughs> poll being from bgg but mm-hmm. from my experience as a playtester there are two main things you're looking for hmm. explore control slash destruction yeah this makes lure very good while building focus spirits like lightning thunder speaker ocean are abnormally weak yep 
The ability to generate beast tokens in order to replace the ones that will inevitably be lost, many mines and sharp fangs, are the quintessential examples here. Yep. So you heard it here first, folks, <laughs> from the man himself. Thanks, Jeff. Yep. Anti-building spirits suck. Anti-explorer spirits, yeah. Here's another example of, like, Lightning, Thunderspeaker, Ocean, where the big bad is against England. That was, like, the top adversary for the longest yeah. time. And everyone right. was, like, S-tier, where people will put right. an Ocean and Thunderspeaker on. Right. Like, and even Green for thwarting the builds Good as well. call. And green with preventing builds and ravages. Now, they're nothing. It's so Once weird. Once again, Jagged Earth coming in with anti-England things. Oh, I'm sorry. The whole destroy building things. Hasbrook. Nope. Yeah. Oh, no. Thunderspeaker, lightning, ocean being good against building destruction. Ha. Nope. <laughs> so it's like, Explorer focus. I like that Eric and the developers really, I don't know, saw... Yeah, this puts the spotlight on those characters who didn't have it before. Yes. You know what I mean? They saw where the community was playing and who they found was yeah. the best and they're like, okay, we're yep. going to turn everything on its head. In the post-England meta. Yeah. It's really cool that now, like, we said sharp fangs is to sing a new light mm-hmm. all right next comment mj mulipleate <laughs> okay you did that on purpose <laughs> it's mj from discord hey! hey mj the best spirits for russia are lure definitely that's all he has to say about that because <laughs> if you know mj you don't need to know anything else mj loves lure it is the say with me best, best boy, boy! <laughs> <laughs> Going on shadows with an aspect, maybe question mark? Yeah. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) (laughs) Those who suck. Any defense spirits. MJ, I don't know. I can see the argument. I don't know, dog. I can see the argument. But downpour. I know, but that's because, like we said, downpour just slobbers the defense to a ridiculous extreme. Next comment. CSU Azure. Shadows is a real contender. <laughs> Direct opposition to the last comment. <laughs> last one, Shadows, maybe? With an aspect? This one, Shadows, real contender. Okay. <laughs> Gathering Explorers, maybe? Round one, out. fight! <laughs> MJ and Azure, don't fight! <laughs> Fangs has a decent matchup, but do. it can get dicey sometimes. Yep. Maybe with just with, like, losing beasts or something. Yep, yep, I agree. Lore is basically cheating versus them. <laughs> yeah. Similar to being Habsburg versus Stone, Yep. it is a non-adversary. Yep, I agree. But I like having the cheat yeah. code on my team. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun when you have it. Yeah, call Who it, doesn't call, like a few good cheat codes every now and yeah, then? Just call to it relax. cheese, but whatever. Yeah. Again, it's cool seeing Shadows, typically a D-tier yep. spirit, just being now heralded as a better spirit versus yep. a top adversary. Yep. Next one, In the Darkness, Bind Them. Yes. Lure's very good. Lightning is terrible. (laughs) Really struggles to deal with explorers. Honestly, you can sum up this whole thing right there. Okay. Wind lightning has, like, control... A little bit better than base lightning, I'd say. I think there's, like, the third part of that tier of the... Right, but wind lightning can also shove explorers as well. A little more control. But they hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. The number one voted and literally the 24th voted person. (laughs) The 24th. Lord, good. Lightning, terrible. Yep. Sometimes you just like plain and simple. Hey, look who's back. Descupado. Desacupado. Desacupado. Get it right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Spirit strong against explorers with reliable damage powers that also affect explorers tend to do better. Yep, 100% agree. So kind Russia of. Russia is just all about that explorer life. So maybe now shadows with that gather, maybe not the destroy part or breaking them down, right. but they can still manipulate them around yep. the board. Yep. Profane SR. Profian. <laughs> 
Profian. Senior. <laughs> oh, it's an elderly. I don't know. <laughs> SR, senior. Yep. Lore and Shadows duo for the win. Short and sweet. That'd I be like kind it. Of fun. I'm going to have to try Shadows now against Russia. Which aspect would you go with? I'm guessing oh, you I'm not going to do it. I'm going to have one of you do it and I'm going to watch. <laughs> well, I'm not playing it. I hate Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have one of you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean to say, I want to do a game with shadows in it. I didn't say play. Swipe left. Oh. I'll be Lure. How about that? Okay. Oh, wow, wow. How well, generous look, of you. they said Lure and Shadows duo for the win. I'll be Reach Shadows. There you go. Drama Munchkin. Hey. hey! Many Minds puts a lot of beasts on the board, Yep, kind of negating Russia's removal of beasts. Plus, they provide a lot of spread out defense. We're it's so weird to that. see your wife's comment when she's not here. <laughs> I know, it's weird. I can't speak like Laura. Me neither. <laughs> that is becoming a trend of like spreading out amongst the island. Maybe because just mm. Russia just like compounds on top of each other and right. explores. You need to be everywhere. And Many Minds can cancel actions. That was oh, huge. That was so clutch that for was our huge. game. I remember times where they had like a city, two towns, like five explorers, and you were like, <laughs> skip it. Well, there's no way I could right. like, yeah, defend all that. Right, but you can skip it. Yeah. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. Decideth. We beat Russia yesterday with Bringer and Vengeance. Oh. Was a tough one. So are they saying Ooh. this is bad then? It says because they I said. I want a battle report of I that know. game. Decided. I know. I want to see that game. If you're game. listening, comment back on this. Like, yes, respond to this. what level were you playing against? Because that is interesting. Right. What level was Russia at? They beat them. Right. But what level? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Like, what? Because Vengeance can get very strong in the late game. Very much so. And Russia probably blights a right, lot. Right. But Bringer was considered 23rd. Not the good. second worst. So I'm very curious. Very curious to it's see. It's like they wanted to have a bad game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, those people exist out there. That's true. Was a tough one. I agree. I have beat Russia, but I'm talking like at lower levels. I don't sure. really count that for. I mean, it's still against an adversary. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying, man, bringer. Ooh, I don't know. Hey, I, I tip my hat to you. Props. Yeah, good job. Props. Good job. Good job. Pandemonium Hearts. Hey. I, I had an amazing game against Russia 5, Habsburg 1. Again, these people are crazy. <laughs> I'm not there yet to have double adversaries. <laughs> the other day playing Major Power Starlight. <gasps> Starlight! Well, I even mentioned Starlight. You earlier. did. How about that? In a five-player game, getting an early sleep and never waken. Now, mm. you had drawn that card before and used it. I did. You like that power. I did. I guess in the right circumstances. That circumstance, surprised me. Actually. It can be very helpful. Sleep and Never Waken says that invaders skip all actions in target land. Then you gain one fear per two explorers this power removes. Oof. Remove up to two explorers. Oh. Then if you have enough elements for the threshold, remove up to six explorers from among your lands. Now, remove... It's a anti-explorer card. And, and of course, against Russia, this is going to do phenomenal. So getting that card and getting it early... Oh. It had to be game-changing. Mm. And remove is not damage, correct? Nope. So they're just gone. Bye. The extra health? Bye. D- don't matter. <laughs> Sorry, let me finish the quote. Well, they don't have extra. Uh, whatever. They just don't die. You know what <laughs> think I only blighted once on my board. Nice! What? By just playing it over and over again. It's yeah. probably the single best power against Russia. Agree. And any major power spear that gets it can wreck Russia if it can hit that threshold. Oh goodness, yes. I agree. I mean, that card was made to take them out. Man, I wish we had drawn it. I wish we had... I know. I didn't I see it. I never found it. No, no, I was probably at the bottom of the deck. I appreciate you bringing that to my attention, though, because I'm going to log that in my mental yeah. filing cabinet of, ooh, this card is good against them, so 
another if I find pick. it, like, in the deck, make sure to grab it. It's so much harder now to, like, fish for major powers. Like, I would usually try and look for Power Storm in the base game, because mm-hmm. I just love that major. Oh, yeah. But there's so many powers now. There are. For me, it's always Jungle Hungers. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh Jungle Hungers, yeah. I love that card. That and Unrelenting Growth. Oh, mm. but those are harder to find now. I know. Or Thunder Speaker had, you know, their, like, Dahan power. I know, card. and the more expansions we get, the more major minor powers we get in each deck, so it's going to be even statistically longer to get to each of these. Yeah, it's harder to, like, have my favorites. I know. Lame. V-Z-Ri. Hey! Or is it Ray? 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 I just wanted to go Ray. It's probably Ray. Anyway. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah, give us the pronunciation. There you go. Many Minds, Move as One, is very strong versus Russia, in oh, addition yeah. to Lore of the Deep Wilderness. There it is. Many Minds can easily manipulate Russian explorers early to not cause additional ravages and keeping the land safe. Yep, that's what you did. Yeah, it was nice to have that defense and yep. control. Additionally, the beast events generate massive chains of fear and will end up killing off the lingering explorers as well. It did. Boy, did we get such lucky We cards. got so lucky. I don't think I'm going to get that lucky again. Well, yeah, we've had most of our other games mm-hmm. the worst luck of events. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Many Minds is great at beast generation when playing with others. We'll have a plethora of extra beasts to connect the hive since Russia starts with an additional mm. one per board. Yep. That was pretty clutch. Just it having was. that one extra for it fangs was. It and was more mines. ammo for any of the beast users. Yeah, both our armies are already stronger. Right. While your teammates may be sad, you'll be able to start handling every escalation plus your fellow spirit escalations that Russia throws at you because of dreadful tide of scurrying flesh, on top of immense fear generating, your control and defense easily thwart any plans Russia may have had. Yeah, seriously, dreadful tide of scurrying flesh is probably one of the best cards to thwart Russia's schemes. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. That it was, was so cool to watch you go all over the place, then cancel well, of all us. of Russia's stuff, and then have an event just shred them. I swear, in one turn, we were in like four different lands. Yeah. It was just so cool to see oh, yeah. our armies all over the map. Right. I've never oh, seen great. in any game, I think, maybe in a Thunderspeaker game, but usually I'm not that mobile. To like see two fellow spirits going everywhere. Seriously, that was cool. And to use beasts against them, because yeah. there are a lot of them. I was adding beasts, you were adding beasts. I, we should have had like a total count, but it, we the land have, was yeah. covered. Oh my goodness, so many red tokens. Listens, yeah, great. just imagine a lot. And yeah. then add a couple more. Yep. <laughs> Benign Oracle. Shroud is not terrible. Thank since you. It, since it has two unique powers and an innate that can split damage to each invader. Yes. Why aren't more people talking about this? Again, I know. we need to have like a fear spirit episode and just talk up more yes. things and miss. Sorry. I agree. This place into miss damaged town cities without destroying for fear and energy generating. Mm-hmm. Since Russia does not accelerate the amount of building like other adversaries, it can keep up better. See, this yeah. makes sense to me. Yep. You've said that miss is maybe a little bit slow in the first yeah. couple turns yeah but i don't know if you can get a handle on controlling and not letting things build up because there's no adjacency well, builds. the thing is is mist to me has one of if not the best mid and late game yes. power i've seen because you have both of your innates that in the mid game once you're triggering both innates you can stop and handle both explorers that come in on you every single turn against russia that's incredible and if you can stop every single explorer that means all of your cards can go and be 100 percent worry free about the incoming explorers because your innates already have it covered right then your cards can just be used to just kill people to slaughter them then one of our biggest problems with russia before was that since they don't use a whole lot of buildings and since there's not a lot of them out there you're not going to be killing them and therefore not getting a whole lot of fear right. from killing all of them there's not many cities to get too fear from so miss 
Mist is perfectly equipped here to just, of the few buildings that are there, just keep them wounded, keep them at one health, and milk them for the fear that Every you need. Turn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of now want to have a Mist game versus Russia. I'd like to see it. That'd be really cool. Thank you, but not Oracle. <laughs> a Nera says, another thing to consider is the ability to destroy many explorers at once. Volcanoes to large eruptions, as well the spread damage from Wildfire or Keeper managed to do this. Oh, wow. Oh. Well, that's a new take. I like it. Diverse opinions are actually something I actually really enjoy here. Me too. Mm -hmm. You could also include River as it collects invaders into the same land with Mm -hmm. Wash Away and then clear them with massive flooding. Yeah, massive flooding. So that we have talked about. But what about Volcano, Wildfire, and Keeper that they're bringing up? Russia does populate quite fast. They explode and they have the propensity to just be like, yo, I'm here. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. So, I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing to just go kaboom. And just go blammo. Right. And just smack everyone. I am just seeing wildfire in almost every game scenario now. <laughs> it's just so fun with the spirit. Ever since the blight. The blight thing. Badlands tokens right. with Jagged Earth. Better blight cards. Wildfire right. is just becoming more and more stronger in my mind. So, yeah, I see this. I'm glad to hear that. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> I still like lightning. Yep. Lightning's boon's fun. Oh, yeah. Wildfire. is addicting. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Keeper that they mentioned? That one's interesting to me because Keeper does have some movement struggles. Right. I could see that being a problem. Russia I can see that. could blight early and quickly. Right. Luckily, Which Keeper does Keeper. have some blight removal capabilities. True. So that's good. That's nice. It could hinder some of the growth for Keeper. Yeah, it could. But they're just talking about spreading damage out there. And Keeper can be quite damaging. So... Hey, just as a very simple emotion to understand, that's quite good. High damage. I think Russia is just like the anti-S tier. Yeah. Against spirits like the Greens, the Thunderspeakers, the Keepers. Yep. People yep. are like, maybe they're it not It flips so... the script. It does. Yep. Oh, I wonder if you pronounce her name Ayanara. Oops. Ayanara. That could be. Like, I don't know. Ayanara. Yep. I'm very bad at pronunciation. When it comes to internet gamer tags and profile names. Y'all, help us out. <laughs> Look at this next one. Oh, this one's cool. Is Zaruskify? Lazarus Skyfire. Oh, that's an L. <laughs> I thought that was an I. Well, Lazarus because, Skyfire. Well, here the program has it underscored. Yes. So you can't really tell if it's an L or an I. It does look like it. Lazarus like, Skyfire sounds yeah, cooler now. It does, yep. The Phoenix. That's cool. Just to add some new spirits to the discussion. Nice. Yeah. Downpour has something pretty useful to contribute. Widespread defense allows you to deal with that extra damage from explorers. And isolation allows you to actually kill explorers. That's an interesting way to put it. Hmm. You kill them by never letting them get there. Uh, once again, I see that I am needed. Well, it is true that... <coughs> 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 I'm sorry you had to hear me like that. While it is true that isolation can be used to stop an explorer action from successfully going off in a particular land, I believe that Lazarus Skyfire was referring to something else. Something that is actually very important to know when you are going up against Russia. There are two things to be reminded of here. The first of which is that the effects of isolating a land are optional, meaning that the player can let the invaders in an isolated land use some or all adjacencies for a given action if they so choose. The second thing is to examine the particular verbiage that is used for Russia's level 2 ability, which verbatim says, The first time each action would destroy explorers, if possible, one of those explorers is instead pushed. Generate one fear when you do so. 
The important thing here that I want to highlight for you, dear listener, are the words "if possible." This means that if it is impossible for an explorer to be pushed out of a land, Russia's level two effect no longer applies, and thus that explorer would die like normal if they were to be destroyed. Combining with what we heard with isolation being optional, this means that the players have a choice to make when damage is dealt to explorers in isolated lands. Isolating a land and choosing to cut all adjacencies to it would therefore make it impossible for those explorers to be pushed. However, if you do allow adjacency, one explorer will survive, but you will generate fear for doing this. So, to clarify everything I've said here in an example, a land has two explorers in it. I isolate that land. Let's say I then use another power to deal two damage there. I now must make a choice: kill both and generate no fear, or kill one of them, push the other, and generate one fear. The player has some flexibility here, and I see the value in choosing either option from time to time, depending on the situation. I think it's important to be aware of this choice that is given to the player. Listening back to the episode, I believe this is what Lazarus Skyfire was referring to. Okay, that's enough from me. Back to you guys. I don't think that downpour is at the level of MM, meaning many minds or lure. Yeah, but it has some strengths that counteract with what Russia does. Keeper is another one go. that holds up against them because the use of wilds reduces oh. the total number of explorers on the board. So isolation wilds preventing yeah. explorers. This person's really holding up. Mm-hmm. Hence, reducing the number of extra ravages that might happen because it is keeper. Once you hit a certain point, you can destroy anything with relative ease. That's like right. you were yep. saying. You can go boom boom yep. late game. Mm-hmm. Another one to consider is Resilience Earth. We talked about this. Yes. Since Blight is the specific condition that destroys beasts, if you block Blight generation, you save the beasts. Mm -hmm. Beyond this, Earth will depend more on major power draws, kind of becomes like a shifting memory, and good defense of the Dahan to actually fight back since their base kit is so defensive. Base Earth can work as well since the core set of one explorer plus one town only deals four damage, meaning Earth as Holy Site is sufficient to stop a blight as long as you don't have extra explorers or towns. Meaning an earth holy site. Oh. <laughs> Talking about sacred sites. Meaning one of their sacred sites. <laughs> this combined with an explorer moving power allows some control against Russia. I forgot about Resilience Earth. We had mentioned that. Yeah, Resilience Earth I think is just the best version of Earth that you'd have. Against Russia specifically. Correct. I would still put that on probably the better side of middle. Okay. You know what I mean? So not bad, but actually pretty decent. Pretty still decent. not top five. Not but... a lot of blights coming yeah. through. Some prevention of, like, skipping actions. Yeah, I won't put it on the top of the list. Maybe top 10. Yeah. Maybe not top 5 or 3, but top 10, maybe. Top 12. I think it helps because they can't generate beasts, like, from a starting hand or powers, so you are at least protecting them from the blights. All right, next comment. Willow8383. I've had fun and good success in a four-player against Russia with what I call the Jumanji team. (laughs) Welcome to Jumanji. Jumanji. Lure, sharp fangs, many minds, Mm. and finder a pass. Woo! Yeah, there he is. Keep them off balance and gobbled by rampaging beasts. There you go. Finder is probably the least critical. Hey! <laughs> but it worked well to stack a bunch of beasts in one land and have Finder shuttle invaders there so Fangs could do some yeah. big damage ranging hunt every single turn. Yep, 100% agree. We lure love sharp theme fr- teams. Yep, theme teams are so great, but lure, sharp Fangs, many minds. Yep, that's the top three. I love that Finder was just like, and Finder was there. <laughs> hi, hi. Basically, I'm they're here. saying any control spear that can push yeah. a lot of people in one spot. Yep. That was the Reddit comments. All right. And our last comment is from Mr. Wolf once again. 
I don't have that many games with Russia, maybe like 10, but I'll speak from my limited experience here. Generally, postponing is a great idea, so you can destroy more explorers at once, instead of just moving one. The problem rises at level 3, where lands will ravage if there are 3 or more. So, you need to do something versus that. Their building game is their weakness, and they even generate fear for themselves. So these are two things you can exploit. One strategy is to focus on fear, because Russia is dangerous and ending fast would be pretty smart. You also don't get that much fear from building, so you should at least consider this. Hmm. Strong explorers and normal builds also mean that some spirits generally made to deal with buildings aren't as strong in my opinion. Like lightning for example. But lightning is always strong regardless, since his combo potential is through the roof, and pinging one structure is never bad. Lightning pandemonium would be quite promising though. I bet you'd need more defenders than in the usual game, since their strong point is mass ravage, like England's build, mm -hmm. especially explorers are very dangerous. And these are the ones who you can usually just ignore with other adversaries, with the exception of France. That said, first hunch is that a spirit who ignores explorers instead of destroying them, looking at you, Lure, <laughs> is incredible and almost made for fighting them. Some who are not really affected by explorers' strength and tenacity, or beast destruction and can move a lot of stuff around, like Bringer and Finder, and as said, defenders, like down Poor, who can defend a lot. Oh yeah. Stone, who's the master postponer and gives you more time, which is a blessing in Spirit Island. And of course, the ever OP spread of Rampant Green, who can just prevent stuff whenever he wants. That said, supports and supportive powers like usual are great, because you need to get the good stuff fast since Russia is dangerous. And of course, beast spirits who can overwhelm the board with beasts, so you don't lose unfortunately because of the additional loss condition, especially many minds, who also has action cancellation, and defense plus fear, which in my opinion are all pretty important against Russia. Mm -hmm. One thing I also saw is that you get the first three turns of breathing room, and then Russia explodes, especially in the later difficulties. And it also counters your fear a bit, so maybe postponing is still better than fast fear generation? I think you can also be a bit less worried about blight, since at level 6, it's almost a requirement to blight, which makes stone look even better. For spirits who are bad against Russia, I'd say are those who blight or have no defense. Also, small pings of one explorer are quite useless here, since it doesn't do anything spectacular. So, yeah, weirdly, most of the spirits fall off this way, and I'd say Wildfire especially bad versus Russia. Ooh. That's why I'd say Sharp Fangs is only good with many mines also present in that game, while Trickster is questionable. I'll try to investigate more and report on my findings, because I'm sure I'm missing something here. Thanks, Mr. Wolf. Yeah. Another thing I thought about is that when you destroy an explorer, they might just get pushed into the ocean, if you know what I mean. It should be a fine addition, I think, but I don't really know how drowning interacts with Russia's special rules. In closing, Lure is insane against it, almost made for Russia. Others still persist, while I'd like to add our always useful Earth's resilience and mention stone, again, Russia is surprisingly easy versus a lot of beasts, like going against a beast team like Many Minds, Sharp Fangs, Trickster, and maybe even lure. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, to immediately comment on pushing an explorer into the ocean, unfortunately, they just swim on. Back. Yeah, we, so, we looked up that rule. Yeah. All of Ocean's cheese is gone. I know. <laughs> the insta-kill that Ocean had. There's a lot of interesting comments here, though, because I'm seeing a lot of people saying yes to fear, no to fear, yes to defense, no to defense. The some community people, is Some mixed. people are like lightning, no. Other people, lightning, yes. Some people, green, no. Some Others people like green, trickster, yes. no. Some people like shadow, some people say no. Right. I think it's 
kind of cool to just simply look at these things to make you think and look at the combinations of things. Yeah. Like vengeance and nightmare. What a combo. What a combo. A lot of fear. And then memory and lure. Honestly, yeah. Mr. Wolf saying pandemonium lightning, I'm like, maybe. If yeah. you just like strife enough. I mean, that's a, a lot of strife. And pandemonium has tons well, of fear. The thing is, is that they can congregate a lot of bad guys, Russia, I mean. Yeah. And pandemonium lightning can really throw out a ton of strife. Into one spot. But it's only in one spot. Right. But that actually can be useful here. So. <laughs> that could work. And lots of fear. And it's a lot of fear, too. I mean, you can get, what, 11 fear? Oh, yeah. Fully maxed out. It's pandemonium And with, with lightning. that one and eight. And lightning can get a card plays real quick. Oh, yeah. So, you're right. It is just, like, all these differing opinions. That's why we included them all. Because we wanted to, like, give the wide array. Right. Yes, a lot of people did say lure. Yeah. But we had a ton of other ones. Right. I still want to rematch as many minds and fangs. Oh, yeah. We have it in us. Heck, we did it. We, we did, it. did all of what was necessary to do it. It was just the fear cards. Three fear cards we, couldn't get us three fear tokens. We were so close. And an event card yeah, couldn't get us three nothing. fear tokens. Ugh. Miss after miss. All we needed. That's all we needed. Three fear tokens from those four cards. I think we got it in us. We could do it. We'll, I think we we'll can do, do it again. I think we can do you it. You still don't want to bring lure into the game? I... Like you said, it's a cheat code, and yeah. cheat codes are fun. I want to see if I can do it without it. Okay. You know? I want to see if I can do it without it. This is a weird one that no one's mentioned. I'm trying to think of, like, oddball, off-the-wall type spirits. Fractured Days can bring back invader cards back into the fold and maybe yeah. slow them down even more. I didn't see Fractured mentioned once, once for yay or nay. <laughs> People don't think of the Time Lord that often. Well, I mean, Fractured doesn't have a whole lot of presence in the game. Usually no. they do start with three, which is actually more than usual. Usually you want your presence as your quote-unquote time tokens that you can spend to use your cool powers. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea how Fracture would fare here. (laughs) Fracture's gameplay heavily depends and changes based on what cards you have. It's another shifting memory type. Right, kind of, because you can apply cheat codes to all your cards. Awesome, cool, sweet. But that kind of depends on what cards you're getting. Yeah, in the days that never were deck. Right. Because if you could get a whole bunch of salad or crap, you right. know? Think of it, you're adding a multiplier like times two, times three awesomeness to whatever cards you're playing. So if your card was three strength times three, that's nine strength. Yeah. What if it's a one or a zero? Yeah. If you're magnifying a bad card, eh. you know, like, or a card that's not good for you in this situation. Yeah. So if your card plays really screw you over, I can see you having a tough time with Fractured. Same with memory. Like you were saying, if they don't get good cards in the yeah. early game. Yeah. Then... But if your cards are great, heck, you might go ham. Yeah. You know? That's like a tough one to main, I feel. Yeah. Shifting. It's just... I think there's a lot of so much inconsistency there that the best way to main the spirit is to simply memorize all of the functions, all of the ways the character works, all of their capabilities, yes. all of their innards, their guts, their wiring. So it's not necessarily I can point to a thing on a chart do this for turn one this isn't a fantaskippy guide where it's like do this and this and this and yeah. this and this and this perfect sweet awesome it's like eh, it kind of depends on your card draw yeah. so it's like you know what you memorize the and capabilities and apply that mental thought process of this character to your situation and for Russia of, I don't yeah. know if I want that risk of chance yeah it's a big risk when you're going sure. against the baddies at difficulty 11 I don't want to like right. hold my breath and close my eyes and see what I pull right. and I think that's reflected here nobody brought them up that's true nobody <laughs> out of all the people here for yay nay pro nothing no like nope not even once beast users got starlight some got mentioned starlight hey. got mentioned again was a lucky draw yep it's true 
Ooh, Russia is a chore, aren't they? I don't know. They are fun, though. Like, that was a fun game. That was so much they fun. They put the game on its head. You have to worry about yeah. explorers more than I've ever had to. Right. So what's cool is hearing the community response. I love it. I know it's true. And this was probably the most diverse of feedback we've ever gotten. Yeah. Even with everyone saying lore, there was also a lot of other mm-hmm. feedback in there that I thought was really interesting. We hope that you're liking these episodes yeah. less at home because we love hearing you contribute. Yeah. It's kind of cool to see those names again like hey just like yeah the the steadies (laughs) so yeah you know the harder that some things are sometimes it's like the game gets more fun when the stakes are raised Mm -hmm. so i think that's probably why russia is so commonly fought nowadays because they just simply raise the stakes to a level that most other adversaries just don't (laughs) and the spirits that we've gotten so used to the thunder speakers and the oceans are now kind of useless right so now people have to maybe pull out shadows for the first time in a while right and play them or sharp fangs who people have forgotten about Mm -hmm. type of thing and now are becoming S-tier spirits. Well, we greatly appreciate all of your input, all of your votes and feedback, and we look forward to seeing and hearing what all of you have to say for our future ones, like Habsburg. Habsburg! Woohoo! So, until we get to that one, that's all for today. We will catch you guys on the Flippity Flip. Bye, guys! Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kindred Spirit Podcast. We appreciate you taking the time to do so feel free to visit us on our Instagram and Facebook page. You can find me on our Facebook page at The Kindred Spirit Podcast. To get a hold of John, check out our Instagram page at thekSP123. We look forward to hearing from you and seeing you in future episodes.